0: Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning, everyone. As they say in Yokohama, Ohio, that's Japanese for good morning. I hope you're having a good morning. We're reading in Luke, part of the... Birth of Jesus story that only Luke talks about is the birth of John the Baptist, which came before the birth of Jesus. He was the forerunner that was promised, all part of the Christmas story. Although this one is not talked about too much. But we're going to read about it. Oh, by the way, oh, it's a Fan the Flame cover book. This is a book I mentioned to you yesterday. You can Get it at half price. This one's already autographed by me, I just noticed, with one of my favorite verses, Philippians 4, 6. If you go online, you can get this book for half of what it costs on Amazon. And if you want it autographed, I could give it to you, 350 bucks. No, I'm only joking. Same price, if it means anything to you. All the royalties go to the church, so this I'm not hawking for personal profit. But a night of worship? The CD, oh, listen, that will bless you. The Brooklyn Tabernacle, A Night of Worship, the new CD. Get it? Make it a gift. That will go on and on blessing someone. And if you live in the tri-state area, or if you want to fly in, why not fly in? This Friday, the 16th, 7.30, the Christmas show, Christmas in New York. This Friday night, 7.30, and then three times on Sunday, the 18th. 9 o'clock in the morning, 12 noon, and 3 p.m. in the afternoon. I'm so happy. I just heard today that there's confirmation. We got some buses going out to some shelters, one on Atlantic Avenue here in Brooklyn, another one close by here on Hoyt Street. And we're bringing in people who are maybe going through a very rough time, and they're going to be able to be loved, and they're going to hear the Christmas story. And we call it a show because it's in the way a show starts out. And then we're going to tell them the good story of Jesus's love for them. We learned yesterday that Zechariah was a priest and he's serving in the temple. And he's an old man and he's married to uh, Elizabeth, who's older and they have no children. They're barren and he's on duty burning incense and when the time, verse 10 of Luke 1, when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right hand of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you are to call him John. A couple of things about that have always struck me. When the announcement time comes to Zechariah about this seemingly miraculous birth, not that it was going to be like a virgin birth with Mary of Jesus our Lord, but the biological son of Zechariah and Elizabeth, when the announcement was made, it was the time of prayer. Why would Luke put that in there? Why would God do it then? Why, would, why couldn't he just tell him when he was taking a break for lunch and he was having some matzah and fish? No, that's mentioned for a reason. How precious to God are the prayers of his people. They were praying outside, they were praying inside, and then the angel appears. Not by accident. Times of prayer, waiting on God, talking to God, has been the scene of all kinds of wonderful announcements and answers and just blessings coming from God. And now the word comes to John that he and Elizabeth are gonna have a child, but it starts out with something strange, listen. The angel says to him, he was gripped with fear when he saw the angel, the angel said, do not be afraid, Zechariah, your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you're to call him John. Your prayer has been heard. What prayer? I have to believe that Zechariah stopped praying for that son a long time ago. Now he's old. It's accepted that Elizabeth probably is never going to have a child. Remember, she's up in years, barren on top of that. He's an older man. Uh, The angel was referring to some prayer, prayed in the past. We know this is so. It startled Zechariah. And even when the angel tells him that he's going to have a child. He goes, how am I going to know this? I mean, what, are you kidding me? Yet he had prayed for it. Isn't that something? We can have faith to pray, and when the answer doesn't come after a while, we fall into almost like a state of unbelief. We know that, as I said. He said, how do I know that? How is this going to happen? But prayers, once prayed, don't die. Did you know that? Prayers don't evaporate. They don't waft up into the sky like the smoke from somebody lighting a fire here in the forest. Prayers are stored. Prayers have power. Prayers are heard. God is a prayer answering God. And although Zechariah might have wavered, God said, oh, no, your prayer was registered. How long before that did he pray it? I don't know. But it, it stayed there in heaven. God filed it away, kept it, and now is the called, what's called in the Bible the day of favor. Now the prayer is going to be answered. Are you waiting for some prayer to be answered? Zechariah wants to talk to you today. He sent me to say it. Don't give up. Wait on the Lord. Blessed are those who wait, expect, and hope in the Lord. Just because it hasn't been answered doesn't mean God hasn't heard it. God has a timing on all these things. So today, let's agree. The prayers we prayed, we're going to keep on praying, and some that we know God has heard, we're just telling God. God, we're waiting for the answer. We know it's coming down the road. Merry Christmas again. See you tomorrow.